Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's uh, boardroom chat. Yes, Praise number God. 190. You like counting them things, don't well, you? Well, <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. I just thought I'd catch up. It's Amen. a good, good number. <coughs> yes. 190. Can you believe we've done that many of them? No. I, you know, time never waits for nobody. It just keeps going and going. And people are writing in. Ooh, they just you, love you these chats. You want to start chats. with some, uh, some wonderful testimonies? Let's do it. Let's do it. These Same. are the things that you sent in from previous boardroom chats and things of that nature. And for you to, so we could make you understand what we do, we tape this like one day in advance before so they play it. Yeah, it's that's current, how it works. But it's just the and day that's, before. That's, that's, just not, that's the only way we can do it to get it all together. So, Kathy, uh, read a few of these. Then this was from the last <coughs> chat. They, they write in and we collect sure. them after you send them. So, we do read them and look at them oh, yeah. and we grab a few to, to share uh, as we're led. Uh, Sandra says, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, I love watching your boardroom chats. You are the dynamic duo. Oh, man, sound like <laughs> Batman and Robin now. <laughs> I guess I'm Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it says, God bless you and all your work for the Lord. And Erica says, Merry Christmas from your partners here in London, Ontario, Canada. I sure like Canada. <laughs> and T Tobago says, it's a blessing of the Lord to be watching from Botswana. Botswana. Welcome. Hope you're watching again today. Joey says, this ministry has changed me. Now that's and a great that compliment. That blesses yeah. me so much. That's why we do it. You know, it's a whole team of people here making this That's happen because right. uh, we want to do it with excellence and you're because you're worth it. Okay, Bambi says, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, you have taught so much. I love you both. Thank you for your teaching. When I was going through breast cancer, Brother Jesse said, D don't look at your sick. Look at the fact that by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. Amen. I prayed that daily along with Psalm 91 and Isaiah 53. God bless you both. So, so it brought great right. encouragement. That's right. The answer will overcome the problem. Glory to God. And this one says, I've been listening to you and following your YouTube videos from 2017, and I believe the hundredfold return. Come I'm on. a partner with JDM, and the blessings of the Lord is upon my life, empowering me to prosper, and the favor of God is going to make it happen. Glory <laughs> to God. I believe that. We agree with you. That's Amen. the truth of God. One more if you want to finish yeah, it up. Reading. This Go one ahead. says, a faithful man shall abound in blessings. It says, in Zimbabwe, my faith has grown strong because of your teachings. You don't play with people's seeds. They stand on your on. They stand on their word, and they want us to prosper. Also, I'm not ashamed to testify of the goodness of God because His word does not return void. If you don't give up, and then He says, "My life has changed." Keep the good work of faith. Keep the good work of faith up. I think they mean and have victory always. That's great. Well, All the way from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. What a blessing of the Lord! I tell you, God has been so good and gracious to us. What we say here. We try not to give you our opinions. Uh, we give you what the Word of God says. Right. Then you form whatever you want concerning your faith in that Word. But, the, you know, the Word of God said the Word of God will not return in void. And faith comes by hearing and that's hearing right. by the Word of God. So the best way to build your faith is to hear the Word of God. And that's what we, we always read scriptures. on. We Amen. actually usually begin with a scripture. I always interrupted do. you. I know that you had God has something yeah. in your heart for we today. We see, like what we say, see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And, you know, today you got to understand something. I find that a lot of Christian people, they're always talking about what the devil has done them. What I'd like to know is how did the devil get to you? And we're going to talk about that today. Okay. I mean, how did the devil get to you to, you know, to cause the problem that you may be going through? Go with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. I want to read a very, very uh, familiar scripture to me. It may not be familiar to you. 
but it's very, very familiar to me. It's, it's Ephesians chapter 4, and it's verse 28. It says, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let him that stole steal no more. How did the devil steal your stuff? How did the devil get to you and steal your health, steal your finances, steal your marriage, steal your children? There's something wrong with that because the Bible says greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And if that means what it says and says what it means, then when the thief comes, I mean, everything you've got's locked up in the power of God, see? Mm -hmm that he can't get to it. So there's no way, shape, or form. People get really angry at me sometimes because they say, he's always talking about his blessing. Well, I have a shield of faith. I have something around me and my ministry that stops Satan from getting in there. I don't let him steal stuff because he's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, kill and, and destroy. destroy. So right. when you know what your enemy is going to do, it's really easy to defeat him because he does the exact same thing. You see what I'm saying? Or he may give you a problem with a different paper bag on it, but it's the exact same problem you may have went through two years ago, but you think it's something different. So I made up my mind that he's not going to do anything other than unless I let him do it. And I'm sure I'm not going to let him do it. I'm going right. to fight with everything I got. I fight the good fight of faith. I do not fight faith. See, a lot of people fight faith when you fight in faith. You're taking what you could destroy the devil with, and, and, and you're taking it away and letting him come in. The Bible said the word of God is a double-edged sword, which means one side cuts the devil, the other side cuts you. In other words, the, when you understand how powerful that is. So I made up my mind, and, and let me give you an example of that. We've been preaching 47 years, very close to 48 years, and we've never had a financial deficit. Now, why is that? Because I got more faith in you? No. What I did was he said he would supply all. So I begin to believe that little word, all, mm -hmm. all my need. Right. Then he said, if I delight myself, therefore, in him, now this makes total sense to me, he would give me the desires of my heart. And then if I stayed in his word, I could pray like David did, the Lord's my shepherd, yeah. I shall not want. No, there's no stealing going on in any of that. <laughs> See, there's a blockage that you put. You know, it's a force, you know, uh, uh, an invisible force. You see what I'm saying? And, and when you understand that, it's one of the most amazing things. So I, I, I have people say, but I'm always, seem like everything I got, I mean, I'll get something and I get, it's something stole. How did it happen? Let me show you why. Go with me to the book of the Ephesians. Keep on, there's a chapter five. And I, I want to read something here that I put on that says in verse 10, excuse me, chapter six, verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I want to ask you a question. What part of the armor of God is missing? Hmm. Have you looked at your uniform lately? Do you have on everything God says, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, mm -hmm. the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the loins God girded about with truth, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace? See, I don't walk in trouble. My feet is shod with peace, Good. possession of adequate resource. So when, if Satan is getting to you, there's a part of the armor of God that you don't have on. Hmm. And that's how he gets to you. See, so that's why God said, let him that stole steal no more. 
Now watch that. I don't fight the devil. I like the next verse, verse 12 of Ephesians 6. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now let me stop there for a minute. That includes my own flesh. I don't wrestle my flesh. I tell my flesh to shut up. Mm-hmm. I crucify it. Yeah. You see? You see? And I don't live by my faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and he gave himself for me. Yeah. When you said, uh, I don't fight faith, what do you mean by that? What I mean by that, a lot of people say, I don't believe in that faith stuff. That's fighting faith. Mm-hmm. You fight the good fight of faith. You see what I'm saying? When you're fighting faith, you're hitting your own shield. The thing that's blocking everything that from me so Satan don't get to you, I mean, you're just pulling it away. You fight, say, I don't know if this stuff really works or not. And before you know it, my God, you're getting hit with everything. That's true. Now, how could I go for almost 48 years without a financial deficit? Two things happen. I believe what God said. And, you know, when God gave me a partner base like you, I trusted you and you trusted me. We both trusted God. And I kept my word. Everything I said, I kept my word. I don't, I'm not lazy with the seed that people send to this ministry. I don't take your seed. You know, when you get to this ministry, 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. We've been debt, debt free since 1982. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most amazing things to me is, I mean, you know, we have no concept of debt. And that's such a blessing. Well, you know, when the COVID hit, everybody told me, well, my God. We had, I mean, preachers come and said, what are we going to do? I said the same thing we did before the COVID hit. Right. We're going to believe the word of God. Exactly. You see, when he said, what are we going to do? See, that's fighting faith. Yeah. Instead of fighting the good fight of faith. Yeah. You know, faith see grows what I'm saying? because it says it comes in, and you could build your, grow your mm-hmm. faith by believing, putting right. the word of God in your heart and hearing it. But uh, it, the word of God comes in a seed form many times. Right. In fact, all the time it comes as you hear it. You hear the word and, and you have a decision when you hear the word, if you're going to believe it or reject it. That's right. I was just, when I was just thinking about somebody that has fought faith, I remember after you got born again and I was praying, uh, you know, for other people to get born again, I tell someone, look, you can believe God for your husband to be born again as well you can, or your family member or someone like that. Uh, some people I would tell that to and their eyes would light up and they'd grab hold of that seed and they'd believe it. Others would roll their eyes, oh no, my husband's never going to get saved. So they rejected that word. So that's fighting faith. Fighting faith. And uh, so it's important that when when you hear God's word, the Bible tells us that God sends forth his word and it shall not return unto him void. But so often you've said sometimes it returns void to us because we don't believe it like God does. That's right. And so it will work, but you have a responsibility to receive it well, and the way you receive it is believing it in your heart and actually declaring it with your mouth and even when you say it with your mouth sometimes in the natural it's a growth process you you doesn't sound uh comfortable to you because it doesn't feel real but it's more real than anything that right. you see and it will change your circumstances if you will stick with it and the more you say it the more your heart Amen. will be transformed Amen. Because we have to renew our mind according to the word of God. Because we don't think, we, once we're born again, we can't think the old way that we thought if we want to change what we're seeing. See, I just don't let the thief in my house. I keep him outside. I keep him outside of everything that I have. I do that with the shield of faith. Yeah, he comes to the house kind of like the, the, the delivery man who comes bringing packages. Yeah, and you think you know, it's something good, he's but He's knocking on bad. the door, got a big old box for you, junk. You know, you don't want any of that. He, you don't want sickness. You don't want no. pain. You don't want poverty. No. Let him just, just put on that return to sender. Send it back to That's him. Right. Or don't even answer the door. 
Right. And you, that's right. He'll take it back. You don't, don't receive the junk that the devil wants to lay at your doorstep. God has a better plan for your life. And especially during this Christmas season, Amen. we need to realize that God came to give us his best gift, which was Jesus. Amen. And all wrapped up in that perfect gift and contains everything that we need to live as an overcomer in this life. He brings healing. He brings uh, salvation, of course. Amen. He brings uh, divine prosperity. He brings joy and peace. And he restores homes when homes stuff. are destroyed, <laughs> uh, broken up. He, ha he came with the all-inclusive, basically the best gift you could ever think. You know, it's like when you go, when you watch those old TV programs where they had, which one do you want? You want door number one, door number two, door number three. Well, Jesus is the best door. He is the door. And he's knocking at our hearts. And when we open up to him, it's the best Hallelujah. gifts. It's, it's gifts that will last for eternity, not just today. Yeah. Some of the gifts we're all going to get at Christmas time, you're going to outgrow them. They're going to wear out. Sure. Or they won't last. Or, or maybe they'll be tossed aside and not even used. But the gift of Jesus Christ is Ooh. an everlasting gift. And it's the best gift that we could receive. But it's also the best gift that we can give to other people. So even if you speak the word of God and the seeds of God that God gives you to speak to their heart, if they're not received, just keep on sowing. Keep on speaking words of hope and encouragement well, because it will change their life. And maybe not at that moment, but I, I trust the Holy Spirit to continue to breathe on that word after you speak it and it'll change their life forever. Jesus. I've seen that happen too often. Shucking so corn, you've been preaching that for about four minutes here. Hey, I'm pulling a Jesse because Yeah, you're pulling you a Jesse, and that's good. <laughs> you know, the Bible says ask, but I like the other translation. Ask and keep on asking. Yeah, knock and keep on knocking. knocking. Seek and it keep says, on seeking. Seek, keep on Just keep seeking. on. Yeah, I had a man keep tell me on, one time. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I had a we had a phrase in, in the 70s that said, <laughs> See, keep so on trucking. just interrupted me, so, but I say that's fine. That's okay. Go ahead. We had a phrase. <laughs> I wasn't finished. You we had finished. a phrase in the 70s that said, keep on trucking. Remember that? Yeah. yeah that's a, <laughs> I and, think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. You see, I had a guy tell me, uh, and it, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, you don't, you know, you can't have all that. No. See, you've already fought the faith right there that God wanted to give you yeah. to get what you want, see, or need or desire. It's amazing. We go, you don't need to go through 90% of what the Christian world is going through. You see what I'm saying? You understand you're in the world, but you're not of it. So why you want to go through stuff that, that when you don't have to, if you put on the put on, now you waiting for God to dress you. No, he ain't going to dress you. You dress yourself, put on the whole armor of, God. Whole armor of God. You see what I'm saying? So, and then and, and walk like a military commander. They call, you know, uh, Tertullus was one of the great lawyers of the Apostle Paul's day, and he called Paul a pestilent fellow. A real pest. <laughs> and the word pe a real pest. And the word pest means a Christian disease. Uh -huh. What do you right. mean a Christian? Paul was going around infecting everybody with um, the power of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that reminds me of a Ooh, sermon good. that you preach. You need to preach that it's again. It's time to become a godly pest. You can find it on the, on the app somewhere. It's godly called, pest. it's time to become a godly pest. Yeah. I love that I message. love that sermon too. I mean, Remember you when know. you preached it years ago, these young men that were at the church you were at, they they put t they got t-shirts together. I think there were four of them you told me about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And they had, they had a new t-shirt that they put. Pest, the pestilent fellow. Fest, I call it the pestilent fellow. <laughs> you know, yes. and I mean it's true. And uh, and fellow means military commander. There was oh. a reproach against sin. Amen. You, look, you dissected Blessing. that verse, and well, you mm -hmm. need to preach that again. I need to do that. Maybe the Lord tell you to preach my son. No, you've got to do it. <laughs> Nobody can do it like you. Oh, well, thank you. I'm very kind. <laughs> See, so the reason why people get stolen from, I want to go back to this, because they don't put they don't put the whole armor. What part of the armor of God is missing? Mm. 
Now, and let me give you a prime example where That's God's good. word doesn't return unto him void, but it's possible that God's word can return unto you void. The perfect example of that is because you don't believe it like him. Oh, yes, I do. No, you don't. I'll give you an example of your children. You tell your children, don't do that. Okay, mom, we won't do it. And you find out three minutes later, five minutes later, they're doing it. Now, what happened? What happened? Were they bad kids? No, they're not bad kids. You don't have bad children. Let me tell you what happened. They didn't believe your word the way you did. And how many times we do the exact same thing? We don't believe God's word the way he does. When all you have to do, obey. It's better to obey than even sacrifice. And when you understand what he's saying here. So I make sure when I come out every morning, when I get up on my, you know, I put on the whole armor of God. I put on my natural clothes. I put on my spiritual clothes. Hallelujah, boy. And I keep that sword of the spirit swinging like a baton. (laughs) <laughs> and Satan said, don't get close to that boy. That boy will cut you with the word of God, see? See, so I, I don't want to fight faith. I want to fight the good fight of faith, having done all the stand, stand therefore. And the way you fight mm-hmm. the good fight of faith is you resist the devil. The Bible tells us, submit yourself therefore to what God. What did he That's, say, resist? Submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. He, he didn't say assist. No, he? resist. That's right. Sounds see, a close. lot of people assist. This is an Well, you know, diabetes runs in my You're family. You're assisting the devil if you talk like That's that. That's exactly the truth. That's just, I'm telling you, why don't you resist those things? See, and it's so simple. Then the thief cannot steal. He cannot kill, and he cannot destroy. You, you actually shut down his agenda. Mm-hmm. Not only for your life, but you can do it for your children's life if you teach them that glorious word of God. And this is a new way to think. It's a new way to act, and it comes with the new birth, the new creation. I have to correct you. It's not the new way. It is the old way. People have come up with the dark way as a new new, way. No, the new way to think is to think the way you were just talking about, the good way. Yeah, God did that from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. He said, it's impossible to please me without faith. People get mad at me. Why do y'all talk about faith so much? That's how I got saved. That's how I get blessed. That's how I live. Every day. You use faith all the time. You go to the refrigerator hoping there's some food in there. True. You see what I'm saying? Faith is mixed up with everything we all deal with. But it's very, very strong in the spiritual world. You see what I'm saying? And the spiritual world is far more powerful than the natural world. You can shut down natural things with spiritual things. And when you understand it. Well, I had a person tell me, boy, I tell you what, man, my mind is corroded. I got depression. Let me help you. See, that's the devil stealing Things you've got, let Satan in your soulless realm, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Watch this. Go with me to Philippians chapter 4, Kathy, if you don't mind, to verse uh, Philippians chapter 4. Since you're thinking, why don't you think on this? Verse 7, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Why are you letting Satan occupy the soulless room of you? In your mind, your will. Now, you're going to think, yeah, but he's putting all kinds of thoughts in my mind. Well, since you want to think, verse 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, or you think it is true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, we know there is, and if there be any praise, we know there is, think on these things. Mm. Why do you let Satan come and put, inject thoughts into your mind. Now, he can do that, but if you don't say them, they abort themselves, they die unborn. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't add something to yourself that you don't want. 
I preached a sermon, quit believing what you, for what you don't want. Right. See, that's how Satan steals things. He makes you, he puts a thought there, and, and if you accept it, you accept it by saying it. When Matthew chapter 6 says, take no thought saying, that's how you get it. You take it. Yeah, you take it, see? And, and when you understand that, he starts stealing from you. He starts stealing your joy. You forgot that your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Do you have your peace shoes on? <laughs> I saw a movie the other day, and uh, I don't think many people use this anymore. And it was raining or snowing. And the person said, make sure you put on your rubbers. Yeah, well, maybe they do in a colder climate. Maybe we, so. We don't have a We don't do that. Climate. But it may rain. With the and, snow. And the, yeah, the rubbers would stop the water from getting these shoes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. In other words, there's a protective layer there yeah. so that it didn't ruin your shoes or whatever and things of that nature. In other words, there's something to stop everything coming against you in this book, in this Bible. You see what I'm saying? So when you understand that, see, that's why I walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. So when I, when, I, when I go out, I'm fully dressed. And when I go out, I'm fully spiritually dressed. Because there's an enemy out there, see, doing everything he can. But if you put on that whole armor of God, and it's, I love the helmet, it's not the cap. It's a helmet, you know, you know, you ever seen a person on a motorcycle with a full face helmet? Hard to see their face. You got on God's clothes. And when you understand that and that power and that magnitude, then he can't steal. That's why God said, let him that stole steal. In other words, let him that labor. In other words, just do, do something. See, and it's, this, this is so easy, ladies and gentlemen, that you need a good theologian to help you misunderstand it. Let me say it again. 90% of everything people are going through, they don't have to go through it at all. Who do you think you are? Well, I read the Bible. If a person tells me now, Brother Jesse, when you leave your house today, don't turn right like you normally do. Go left and go around because there's a sinkhole over there. Now, how dumb would it be if I turned right and I went in a sinkhole? Pretty dumb. Do you know people do that all the time? Oh, yeah. Well, I know God said that, but. Now, you just sunk yourself in a sinkhole. You see what I said? And, and it's just amazing how many times... You say things you don't want, and you're surprised when you get them? <laughs> True. Why does, why does there poverty in the world? Do you know we have people say, take a vow of poverty? Oh, you done lost your ever-loving mind? Well, Jesus was poor. When? When? Come on. When was he? Well, he was poor when he was young. No, no he wasn't. You know, he wasn't. They had a business going on, a carpenter. He had a business. They paid taxes. Excuse me. They traveled and had money to get to Bethlehem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He wore a seamless robe, which was pretty nice. They gambled for it, so you know it had to be real nice. He fed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. He sent 12 out. He sent 70 out. <clears throat> and when they all came back, he said, did you lack anything? Did that sound like a poor man? Nope. No. No. <laughs> you see how religion has warped everything? Religion is a garden of weeds, a theological wilderness. And what happens when you believe all that junk, thief comes in and steals. There's even a scripture in the book of Revelation in one of the churches where Satan has a seat. They provided a seat for Satan to sit down. I'm not doing that at my house. I'm not doing it at my life. I'm not letting the devil touch my spirit. I'm not letting the devil touch my soul. And I'm not letting the devil touch my body. I remember one time you rebuked my, I'm the only the planet's left. All my brothers are gone. 
sister's gone, parents gone, grandparents gone. This is just, and I got some cousins, thank God they're still here. But, and uh, we love them, that's a blessing. But what I'm saying is, one time, my brothers and my sister would say, boy, Jesse, you know, one day, you know, you know, heart trouble runs in our family and cancer runs in our family and diabetes runs in our And uh, boy, Kathy looking at, and when Kathy get irritated, that eyebrow kind of go up, you know, and I thought Kinda. it was about halfway up. And if it hit the, the, the hairline, it's coming then, buddy. Niagara <laughs> Falls is coming over the rocks. You understand what I'm saying? And she said, I, we're not going to, he's not going to have that. And they all, you just shut the whole house down right there. They all just, no. No, why, we don't want that. And, I, and I've outlived them all. I'm not bragging about that. I'm just saying, you know what? But they were trying to get me to say something, and you shut well, down their saying. You know, before we were born again, we talked the same way. We oh, didn't sure. realize the value of our words. And some people, once they get born again, they really don't get into the Word of God. They don't read it every day. They don't take the time to renew their mind. But we not only got in the Word of God uh, daily, we made sure we went to church. We oh, listened God. to sermons whenever the doors were open. Faithful. We were there. We started listening to other things when we had an opportunity to get cassette tapes to start learning Anything. things. I mean, Any we listened, learning tool. We listened to people. We started understanding the value of our words and mm -hmm. how God created the world with words and he created <coughs> us in his image, wanted us to operate the same way he did. Cause, so it did matter what we say. And so I remember Charles Capps used to say, we'd listen to him early in our early years when we started, uh, when we were mm -hmm. born again, after you're in the ministry, and he said, don't call the cat if you want the dog. So <laughs> yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me. me don't too. say what you, uh, if you don't want something, don't call it in. That's right. Declare what you do want, and that's how you begin to change your life and change your circumstances. Let, let me give you a prime example. I fly now everywhere I go. But when I used to drive to all these meetings, and I mean, I drove all night many times. But a lot of times I'd be coming back, and if anybody was saved, I was saved. Totally saved. But you know what I would do? Sometimes I'd drive by a Baptist church that's having service, and I'd stop. And I'd get in a good Baptist salvation message. For God so loved the world, the cause of salvation, that he gave his only begotten son the cost of salvation. And whosoever believeth in him, the condition of salvation, should not perish, but have, the, but have, uh, have everlasting life, everlasting the, consequence life. the consequence of salvation. Consequence. Cause, cost, condition, consequence. That's Baptist, man. Right. That's homiletic. Glory to God. And you know, even though I was saved, I just took another drink of salvation. Yeah. I kept it full. Then sometime I'd be driving, and I'd stop at a Methodist church. And they were talking about grace, and I said, the grace of God. And I would receive that grace, and I thought, man, kept my grace level up high. Then, my God, I wanted, sometimes I wanted to fire the Holy Ghost. So I stopped at a Pentecostal church, and they're just shouting, speaking in tongues. Some of them running, praise God, all kinds of stuff. Even though I am a charismatic, I, I, I speak in, you know, I just keep all these jars full. Okay, but I keep my mind full of the Word of God. Let me show you something. This morning, this morning, I was up before Kathy. I was sitting there, and she's the first thing she does. She said, Jesse, you want something to drink? And I said, no. She gets her a cup of coffee. Now, watch it. She sits down. First thing she does, open up the Bible. And I looked at that, and I thought, now that is what I'm going to talk about. She's putting on the whole armor of God. Now, you might be studying a certain subject or not. See, put it on. So I don't, let me go back. I don't let the devil get in my mind. He yeah. injects thought. Uh, uh, no, no. I, I just answer. I say, oh, you want me to think? Well, I'm going to think on what's lovely, just, good, report, and pure, and virtuous, and honest. 
since you want me to think, oh Lord, he, he can't stand that. Or he tries to get my attention with symptoms of sickness, symptoms. I don't deny that. All of a sudden you're going, <clears throat> and you know, I just keep going. I said, by his stripes, I am, not I will. Did you hear? I am, not I will, or I hope. We don't know. Shoot the dice. You know, you're saying that the virus is stronger than what you, than the word. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? I said, but I, I am here. Well, why did some people die? Now that I don't know. I can't answer that because Deuteronomy 29, 29 can answer it. Mm -hmm. And I give people that scripture that the secret things belong to the Lord. I don't know why that person died, but I'm certainly not going to blame them for a lack of faith. And I'm not going to blame God because Jesus couldn't go to funerals. He messed them up. He get around dead people, just raise them. Now, I don't know why, but we're going to know when we get to heaven. So since you don't know, keep your mouth shut. You see, and just keep believing the word. I don't mean that to be critical to you. You see, I'm not let the devil steal nothing. Let him that stole steal no more. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? In every good, every which way, shape, or form, spiritually, physically, financially, morally. I've had some people say, I messed up just and I couldn't help myself. Yeah, now, that's a lie. You know, you, you're deceiving your own self. All you had to say was no. You just didn't want to. You know, Jesse, when you began, you uh -huh. talked about Ephesians. You read about uh -huh. that hymn that's still no more. But the right. verse right before it. Yeah, the peace. No, the verse in, in Ephesians chapter 4. Yeah, right before The verse it. right before it says, neither, neither give, place. give place to the devil. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking And when you, when you don't give place to the devil, what I was talking about was the peace of God. See, if you give him place, what's the first thing he does? He takes your, takes takes your, your shoes off. Yeah. Your, your, <laughs> your feet are shod yeah, with the gospel your of off. peace. Jesus came to be, bring peace to the world. That's this right. is Christmas time. Yeah. Peace on earth, goodwill toward all men. I keep bringing well, it back because we're all aware that it's a Christmas season. But the peace of God is something that yeah. really will keep your heart and your mind, and it's a gift. Amen. Look, when you, that was, she just quoted uh, or read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Let's read verse 25. 27. Wherefore, uh, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, who are members one of another, be ye angry and sin not. So it's possible to be angry and not sin. Mm -hmm. And now, it's not possible to be mad and not sin. When you get mad, even the word mad tells you something crazy about ready to happen. It's a, <laughs> not angry, but mad, you know. Be, well, I said, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Boy, have we used that scripture. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. That's what I'm saying, see. The reason why a lot of people get hit is they leave one of the garments off of the, of the armor of God. Right. I have never questioned my salvation. You know why? I'm never taking my hat off. Never. I had never questioned what God was lying to me or not because I've always kept, quote, for lack of a better word, I'm girded, my loins are girded with truth. Right. So I guess I'm wearing a girdle. I don't know what you call it, well, gird, gird, be tied uh, up, it, it locked up. It could be a, a strong belt like those Something. big belts. That See, whole, uh, the, I think it would never hold it. the weapons on the soldier. My shield of faith, sometime when I, in the younger days of my life when I didn't know too much, I would carry around the fiery darts on the shield. And I thought, what am I doing that for? So I knocked the darts off. Because See, shield of faith's a lot lighter if you're not carrying the fiery darts. Because the devil said, you know, remember when I attacked you? Hmm. See, you're carrying that dart. You're remember when I did this? Knock all that off, see? 
my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I ain't walking nowhere unless I got peace. The sword of the spirit. Now look at me. It's not in your hand. You can keep twirling it if you want. It's actually in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You speak to your hand to cut that devil. <laughs> That's how you do that. So in other words, I put that whole armor on every day. So I'm going to ask that question again. What part of the armor of God are you missing? Mm -hmm. You see my point? That's how Satan's getting in there. And then you, 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 are you putting something in your mind and you're not thinking of what's lovely, just, good, report, and pure? Or you're giving him place, like the Revelation church, that he had a seat in the church. We give no place to the devil, spiritual, physical, or financial. Now, one time I told the Lord I lost my temper. He said, look like to me you found it. Now, how did I, <laughs> when he said that, that was kind of a, okay, Lord, because for a minute there, I let him control my soulless realm. My spirit don't, my, my, uh, uh, my righteous indignation gets vexed. But my spirit don't get angry. It knows what to do. You see, we are spirit housed in a soul and clothed in a body. Right. So I, I make sure and, uh, that, that I am fully clothed when I go out in this world spiritually and also uh, physically in every which way, shape, or form. You know, okay. I, you know, I, I want to you know, read. Let me just say it before I finish, then you can read okay. this. There are a lot of naked Christians. <laughs> I'm serious. There are a lot of naked Christians. They ain't wearing the helmet. They don't need to be naked. No. They, they, God's already they, provided they, they, they everything They go, they go to uh, religious nudist colonies. They just enjoy <laughs> that for some crazy reason or another. And, and they wonder why they're getting hit, stabbed, punched, busted. There's wounds and all over them and everything. But put, put on the arm, armor of God. You see? And that'll stop that. Go ahead and read that out. I wanted to read I think the... I shook up a few people when I said about yeah, the naked you, people. Are you finished talking about the yeah. naked people? Yes, about the naked people. <laughs> naked. <laughs> well, I wanted to read the passage. So I brought my, I forgot my iPad, uh, but I have my phone with me, which yes. has the uh, Bible translations on it as well. This has the passion translation of the armor of God. It's really interesting. You want well, go me to read it on? Yeah, please. It says on verse 11, uh, well, let's actually start at verse 10. It's <laughs> so good. Always kind of Spiritual <laughs> warfare. Like that, say a little bit more. So Go Passion ahead. Translation says, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with, the, with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. You can interrupt me anytime. Okay, I like it. Verse 11, put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Ooh, that's good. Verse 12 says, your hand-to-hand -hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. And I think we could see that at work sure. in this oh, day as well. So serious right now. Anyway, verse 13, because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so you're protected as you confront the slander, slanderer, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. Verse 14, put on truth as a belt. So that's the girt. That's right, yeah. It's a belt. Truth to Praise strengthen God. you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as a the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert, then you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. 
Verse 16, in every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts on, from lies. <laughs> and, oh, I love that. That's good. See, and, uh, that, what that's saying there in that translation, it, it, you got problems, Satan is in the soulless realm of you. Yeah. I'm not saying he's possessing you. What I'm saying is he's trying to get you to say something he says. <clears throat> right. Well, since you want to talk, say something God says. Yeah, the Go Passion ahead, Translation <laughs> combines verse 17 and 18 together, and it says... I started it just to finish it out. It says, embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and take the mighty razor sharp sword, spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Praise the Lord. Isn't that wonderful? And then, you know, we stop it there, but I, the armor of God can really continue I, I, on I, in that next verse. It okay, says, I'm, pray wait, wait, passionately. Hold that right there and then I want you to pray passionately. I want to say that. I am believing right now for a $20 million donor. Now, whether it would be $21 million donors or $120 million, watch this. Do you know how many people say that can't happen? Do you know how long I've been believing for that? But you see, he said, ask and keep on asking. Why? Because I got two projects that's going to knock that out in one day. You see what I'm saying? Now, if I didn't have the project, and guess who gave me the projects? God Almighty. See what I'm saying? See See, but you got people saying, no, I'll tell you what, now you can say what you want. But that it's helmet of salvation protects your thoughts Wait, you from the lies. It. Yes, yeah, that's right, I'll stop it, that's what I'm saying, when yeah. I want to get to that one. You say, I said, no, no, it's coming. Uh, you got it yet? No, but one day I'm going to say, I got it. <laughs> and it may be today, and it may be you who's watching. I don't know. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying is, I didn't even think that up. That was God that did that. Right. See, so that's what she's talking about. Then finish reading that. I wanted to use that example. Yeah. How, wait, look, how many of y'all gonna believe with me? You gonna believe with me for yes, that twenty minutes? Yes. I know I you are. I know you are. I know you I've are too. I prayed for it this morning. Amen. See why? It's to do the work of the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? Look, I'm seventy-four years old. I can. Me and Kathy and Kathy's seventy-one years old. Now, we, what are we doing all this for? We have no DNA of retirement in us whatsoever at all. Our ministries grow in leaps and bounds, and I thank God for that. Why? Because God says these two people, and I'm not bragging on this, but these two people will do the work. So he gives us the projects. Yeah. I mean, we live, eat, and sleep, and breathe this. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why we're blessed. Now go ahead, baby. I didn't want to cut you off. And, and, and really, the part of this is telling you how you're all these... Pieces yeah. of the armor that you put on, but this attitude is what I like in verse 18. It talks about, it says, pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. So I think he says, pray with the blessings of God upon all his believers. Amen. So you, do you see what I'm saying? We have all these weapons. Hmm. Let me go back to that. See, that, the devil's trying to get you to say something he says. Well, since you're going to talk, say something God says. Right. That's a good statement. I like that. I said that a while ago. I got to say it again. So, so I'm going to talk. I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to think like he thinks, talk like he talks, walk like he walks. God walks in peace, man. I mean, he ain't got no problem with the devil. I mean, he just, he sends him away. That's, this is what I'm saying here. Yeah. That's, that's how things are stolen from you. Yeah. Right in the church. Right. Because they preach that. They preach what they went through. They preach the problem that Satan gave. Well, if you're going to preach, preach the answer. Right. I mean, why would you spend one second on this guy that's restricted, rejected, 
awaiting confinement. Jesus, I beheld him as lightning falling, just kicked his rear end right out of heaven. He's gone and all them other fools that went with him. And then, watch this. You think God's finished with him physically? He's going to pick him up and throw him in. Well, angels, whoever's going to do it, kick him in the lake of fire. Whoo, Lord, that He's boy has got you. a future that you don't, that, I, I mean, I, he deserves every bit of it. Mm -hmm. Let me show you what's happening. Here. How can anyone be so deceived to believe that a terrorist would, would change their way? Right now, it's amazing with all this, an Israel fight. And I know there's some good Palestinian people. I'm not, I'm not against Palestinian people per se. But what I'm saying is, if you back in Hamas, who would chop babies' heads off? What? Do you understand what's happening? Who does that kind of stuff? Well, even the secular world said that's evil. evil. Who's demonic. the evil one? The devil. That's correct. Mm -hmm. You see, now why? Are they trying to get them to stop? Cease fire? No, you need to clean this. Look, if you keep the wasp nest with wasps in it, you're going to get stung. It's going to happen. That's their nature to sting you. You need to clean that out. Now, the, the, the perfect thing to happen is that they all got saved. Of course. And God can do that. And I believe some of that is happening. Oh, yeah. We'll be and God can do that. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, he can. Yes, he can. Well, why don't he do it? Because he gave us something called free will. You have to make that decision. And it's available to you today. Mm. That's how you stop wars. You see what I'm saying? There was a great man in the 1700s. It's the 18th century, but it was 1700s. Mm -hmm. And George Whitfield, I mean, he shut down a war. They were fighting, and he just walked out in the middle with, the, with everything blazing and going and began to preach this glorious gospel. People just stopped. Charles Finney walked into a factory and started preaching the word of God and praying. 400 people in the factory gave their life to God. Now, what's the odds of that happening? Well, when you believe in God's word, it's going to happen. You see what I'm saying? Because greater is he was in you than he was in the world. That's why I wanted to talk about that today, Kathy. Because the Lord spoke, there's so many people getting stolen from because they're walking around with a part of the armor of God that they ain't wearing. Mm -hmm. They're not doing that. And then they're letting Satan get in their mind and saying what Satan says instead of what God says. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, get fully dressed in the armor of God Amen. and then get accessorized. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Put some more stuff on. There's more stuff in the Bible that you can add to your faith, the Bible talks about, and we read some oh, of that. Oh, man, let me tell you about accessorized. We just had a Christmas party for our staff, and them girls, they were accessorized. <laughs> I mean, they had their hair done, their nails done. They wore beautiful clothes. Some I didn't even recognize. Not that they're ugly when they're here, because, you know, like a housekeeper, but they, you know, they got to get in there. No, man, they come walking in their hair. No. Man, I thought, Jay, look at him. I saw guys that didn't even own a suit went out and bought one. <laughs> I thought, man, and they had such a wonderful time. And I noticed everything was fitting the, the uh, whatever they were wearing, you know. There was nothing out of place. You even accessorized. You had a red tie uh -huh. and a red pocket square, I think you right. did. I think I did, yeah. So I, mean, it could it, be a little it, more it, I mean, it was just such a blessing. It was wonderful to watch mm. people enjoying themselves. We can enjoy ourselves in this lost, sick world if we put that spiritual force around us, man, and live it daily. So let me close by saying this. Don't fight faith. 
Let faith do its work. Fight the good fight of faith. Make sure when you leave your house every morning that you got all the, uh, the, the, the armor on. Number two, if you've got some junk in your mind, say, no, no, if you want me to think, I'm going to think of what's a lovely, just, good, report, and period. If you want me to say something, <laughs> then I'm going to say what God says instead of what you say. Now, I just gave you a whole ball of wax right there that'll take you to the end of your life if you go home by the way of the grave or the rapture of the church. You know why I believe in the rapture? Look at me. Look at me. Because I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. Well, it's in the he Word said, of God. Well, yeah, that. but I like this. Comfort yourself with these words. I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> you hear all these songs. You know? I mean, I feel good when I think about the rapture. I'm, I'm not going to let you take away my comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, you can call me an escapist theorist and whatever you want to say. I just, I feel good. <laughs> like I knew that I would now. You know, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I even got a little scream. Wow. I feel good. Wow. This good stuff in here. Look, yeah. this, this is a buffet. That's right. Of the finest quality of food you could ever eat. That's so good. I like and it. And you put that whole armor of God on, you'll be the best looking one at the party. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. See you next week. Bye-bye.